2: Bad, bad girl. They rubbish is Buggers, buggers over here. <laughs> Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Aaron
1: oh! Aaron Harrison,
0: beyond belief.
2: We did it. We beat those British We bastards. beat the British. Second Cornwallis. 10 kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeeding. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable
1: Everybody, happy Thursday to you, January 26, 2023. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here Hello. on Big X Come. Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen here on your cold and snowy Thursday morning. Mm-hmm. I don't know what chief meteorologist Scooter Dingus has to say, but I would say allow yourself a little extra time. Uh, I ran into let me five snow salt trucks. On the road, which, yep, little, little, what are you doing? Like, get them out an hour earlier, two hours earlier. Why are you waiting till rush hour? Which, maybe I'm a little ahead of rush hour, but uh, it was causing quite the, the disturbance on the Watterson in 71 this morning. So, uh, allow yourself extra time, not because you may run into salt trucks, but because the roads are kind of slick. And I was scared that, like, you know, it rained the last few, couple days, that all that had frozen over. I don't think it's cold enough for that to happen, but there are probably some slick spots out there. So let's see what Scoot's got to say about it.
2: Team, complete team coverage starts I, now.
0: <laughs> Chief Meteorologist Scooter Dingus here. I, once again, had no issues getting into work this morning. It's not all about you, though. You got to remember that, Scoots.
1: <laughs> not all about you.
2: It was, Um, I haven't driven on the interstate with snow in a while. The, the windshield wipers don't really, don't really do it. Oh, just yeah. kind of smudge. You yeah, got care-
1: to that... use them kind of strategically.
2: Exactly. Yeah. And uh, also have some uh, wiper fluid. So that was uh You do well,
1: have wiper fluid? I do. You
2: do. Yeah. Well, good. So good. Helped. Congrats. Yeah. I also have wiper fluid. <laughs> yep. Scoots? I've got wiper fluid. Yeah. Too. All right. clean yeah! actually Actually, Actually, I had to use it this morning. Nothing's worse than when that stuff freezes up, too. No. It's, real pain in the booty. No, it's not.
1: Has anybody ever, like, gotten mad at you on the road and, like, done the wiper thing to get water on your car?
2: Uh. It was when I was very young, and I just had no idea what was happening. Like, it, it took—I'm pretty sure somebody else was in the car with me, and they had to explain it to me.
1: I think it's, like, the the dumbest mad thing you can do. I guess it's better to do that than, like, slam on your brakes or right. ride somebody's butt or something like that. But it, it's probably happened to me twice in my driving career, my 15-year driving career, and you just— hit your own wiper and, okay, <laughs> it's gone. Like, yeah. you got me. Oh. It is very
2: funny, though. It's a very childish. It is. Yeah. It is. Sometimes those are the best uh, insults. You know, know, one of my favorite.
1: It's better than, than taking it too far, so it, you could do worse things. You know, one of my
0: favorite things to do on the road is when people forget to turn their turn signal off and they're in another lane, right? They like make the lane change and their blinkers just going ham the whole time. Uh huh. I get in front of them and I'll like turn my blinker on and then turn it off, turn it on, <laughs> turn it, it em. off. Dude's like, got them. Dude's got him. Turn your freaking blinker off.
1: I'd rather people forget to turn their blinker off. Well, no, I mean, you should turn it off, but at least they're using it.
0: Yeah. No, they, that's true. Yeah. At, le-
1: at least they were using it at one point, <laughs> not using it properly after that, but at least they were, had good intent. But good morning to you. Text on into the Thornton's text line. It is chilly out there. Pop into Thornton's, get some coffee. Chilly, today. Hormel. Yeah. Okay, so Thornton's at everybody. I wonder if they have Hormel. <laughs> Guarantee at Thornton's. Scooch got the wings yesterday. I did. Yeah, I posted on
0: the the Facebook page. Yeah, they were good. The uh, oh, the, that's not overly convincing. The the oven roasted were better than the spicy. I thought okay. I was going to be a spicy guy. Um, they just I. I wasn't big on the buffalo flavor. It's not that they were too hot. I just the buffalo flavor to me didn't smack like I was hoping it would. So the oven roasted were better. Um, meaty wings, but pretty tasty. Pre- yeah, they, they
2: were meaty for sure. Nice. N- nothing worse than uh, the one chain. They they just they're so gimpy.
0: Well, and I was a little hesitant because I'm a like extra 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 fried type of wing guy. Like I want my wings crunchy like a pork rind. But And these weren't that way, but they were still really, really good.
2: Yeah, well, y'all can give them a try as well. See for yourself. Uh, Scooter, you did recommend on the Facebook page uh, a twofer, though, because there were only four. Four correct? in a box, yeah. Four in a box. So I
0: I need around eight wings. I could have maybe even used 12. But oh. Yeah. They they're were, hungry. I, yeah. I
2: didn't regret it. Well, you can try them out at Thornton's. And text into the Thornton Sex Line. 502-414-1450 is the number. I said this before. We got on air, um, but I there's a lot. There's a, there's a lot of surprisingly a you lot did. of news. You, stuff. You
1: mentioned that it, it's a it's a newsworthy Thursday. Normally thir- we're gonna have trivia today, so fear not.
0: There was a lot to watch last That'll night. That'll be
1: an hour two. Oh yeah, it was a great uh, college basketball. TV Oh man,
2: night. I almost uh, texted the group again and was a real jinxy cat because. Wolval was looking good for a while. They were. And then I turned it on and just – it's like I'm the grim reaper for these basketball teams that just can't get any wins. But once I start watching,
1: Yeah. It, yeah. And see, and here's – They lost again, folks. The, the
2: other the other take that you could have about Kenny Payne is it's like, I mean, you were up by 12. You were winning most of the game, and then there's five minutes left, and you can't execute down the stretch. Isn't that coaching? Ugh. Ugh, it's bad. It's bad over there. No,
1: it's certainly not good. Uh, you had the they were they were down two at the under four timeout, and then get outscored fourteen to six the rest of the way, and that was uh that was all she wrote. Double digit loss could have been ten, could have been ninety nine. We're not hundred percent sure what. It was. Oh, it was ten. Okay. A course, no. four
0: didn't play. What would have happened if he played?
1: Probably, Maybe they would have won. Probably would probably
0: cards would, were plus probably nine would and a half.
1: Have changed things. So, uh, Boston College was horrible. I'm shocked that they have three ACC wins. They've only beaten two, or I guess now maybe it's four, but uh, they Notre Dame accounted for two of their three ACC wins, and I think they also had beaten Virginia Tech. They nearly beat Duke. They should have beaten Duke uh, earlier this month. They were a really, really, really bad basketball team. That felt like more like high school basketball watching last evening than it did an ACC matchup. Uh, it was a very bad crowd at Boston College, yeah. you probably expect for a 9 o'clock Always game a there. sad crowd at Boston mm-hmm. College. Looks like their arena's pretty nice, though. They got you, that going for
2: You mentioned uh, them beating Notre Dame. How is Mike Bray, how did they get so bad? I mean, he's stepping away. Feels like it's time. But, man, he really let go of the reins the last couple of years.
1: Yeah, I think the style he plays, if you just don't have, like, 95% of, or 100% of the right pieces, it's just going to be pretty bad. You got to be surrounded with shooters. You got to, uh, who was that guard they had? Was it last year? Two years ago? No, I think it was last year. Wesley?
2: Yeah, yeah. He,
1: he was good. They,
2: they ended up, was that last year where they won the first four game in overtime? That was real fun. And he was like, I'm drinking some Irish whiskey on the plane flight out.
1: I don't know if I do remember that. You,
2: I, 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 you, you all know the game though, right? No. Oh, yeah, it was it was exhilarating. Yeah, he had, like, a hilarious thing, and he looked like a drunk at the end of the bar with his, like, 5 o'clock shadow. He
1: supposedly is a big partier.
2: Yeah, Mike, Mike Bray pray. looks like a good time.
1: Yeah, so, uh, I think Rutherford was telling a story where he was coaching a game in Louisville, and for whatever reason, they went out afterwards, they were partying, and then he was, like, telling his basketball staffers, a.k.a. his chauffeurs, like, take me to Rick's house. I'm going to go ring his doorbell. Today it was like 2 in the morning. Yeah. You know, the basketball staffers were like, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> we're taking you back to the hotel. It was
2: club. last year. So he did get an, at least an NCAA tournament win last year over Rutgers. Um, two overtime win. The game was fun.
1: Oh, they beat Alabama too. Really? According to wow. a thing I'm looking at.
2: Wow. So maybe not as bad, but still they, they, they stink this year. And all the old guard retiring, except for Jim Bayham. Except for Jim Bayham. And Syracuse
1: fans probably can't wait. But tough one for U of L. Good news for Scooter with his bet. Uh, somebody, uh, I don't know if it was on the Facebook page or where, but they were asking why did Scooter take Eastern Michigan. They him and Trevor got into a stupid argument about Amani Bates.
2: Yeah, it was summer radio. Uh, no, it
0: wasn't an argument. Trevor just straight out said that Louisville's gonna win more games than Eastern Michigan and he'll bet anybody a hundred dollars. <laughs> So I texted in and said I'll bump that to five hundred and take Eastern Michigan. <laughs>
2: so that that, was after Louisville lost out on Bates.
0: That's Eastern that's Michigan. how it happened. And
1: speaking of the big guy, everybody saw Trevor on TV last night. Yeah, it seemed like. front
2: and center, front row at AEW.
1: AEW, I don't know all the wrestling terms. It was in Rupp Arena. Yep. He, he left the. What time does that show start?
2: Uh, he he left. It was the, early. He
1: left the Rutherford show at four. Went up to Lexington and was on TV. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think the show starts at like 8, but maybe there's a pre-show thing. Um, But he was in his seat early. I had people sending me pictures. I had my spies at Rupp Arena. Like, ooh, who do we see here? And uh, some were even shocked that Trevor actually does get out of the house. It's like, well, for wrestling and Arby's, you bet your sweet buns he'll get out of the house.
1: Yeah, uh, so that good good for him. Seems like
0: he had a good time. Watching his reactions to stuff was so freaking funny. I I really enjoyed watching that until nine when the Indiana game started.
1: <laughs> just googled Trevor's name on Twitter, and just some of the pictures. I got. Uh, <laughs> Did you see this one?
2: <laughs> <laughs> he said uh, he's like childlike. Uh... Wonder is just uh, spectacular.
0: It was funny. There was one moment where it was, da- it was the Daniel Bryan fighter, Bryan Danielson, whatever he goes by now. But his, him and that guy he was fighting ended up right in front of Trevor. Brian Cage, I think, was his name. And Trevor's just sitting there talking smack
2: to Brian Cage. It was <laughs> pretty <laughs> hilarious. So is that why he gets – this probably a, plays a role in why he gets the front row seat so he can talk probably trash. Probably so, yeah. Be a part of the show. He sent me a picture of Sting. He was very close to Sting.
1: Oh, uh, was uh, his son there?
2: I don't know. I wonder what old Stephen Borden's up to. Man, that guy, brick hands, couldn't catch a cold.
1: Uh, Mark Stoops' first commitment, I believe.
2: Yeah, in the JUCO ranks.
1: Well, good for Trevor. It looked like he had a good time, uh, but we do have a lot to get to on today's show, and we need to probably try to get through it. We have a really long Thornton's text line that we need to do our best to get through because, like we mentioned, it's Trivia Thursday. Excited to see Roush and Scoots go at it again. I'm pumped. And Scoots needs some redemption it's after coming. blowing a 2-0 lead last week.
0: I got my piece of paper ready.
1: He uh... Redemption. Roush, you better be ready for him. <laughs> But Roush, let's start with some of the football news yesterday. No spring game for yep. the Cats again, and I'm 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 not happy about it. Not the end of the world. Not going to make a huge stink. Not not going to come in here and have some like grand old radio take or anything like that. But I'm bummed about it. I I I like spring games. I think it's good for the program, uh, and obviously Mark Stoops hates them with all of his guts.
2: <sighs> One spring game in four years. I know nobody had a spring game in 2019. Twenty twenty, it could have. Why did nobody but,
1: have one in twenty nineteen?
2: Because that was like two months after COVID. Well, they yeah, didn't it was have
1: twenty twenty, unfortunately. So you got that oh, year
2: wrong. Whoops. Wo- twenty twenty, uh, but twenty twenty one, they were using it as a vaccine site. That's correct. what it is. I'm getting it years mixed up. Um, but that was just an excuse to not have a spring game uh, because they correct that that was just an excuse. They didn't want to show off their offense at all. Um, Had one last year, and it snowed while we were driving in. It was awful weather, Um, so that kind of stunk. And then this year, uh, they're getting new turf. So it's just a bummer. It's more so of a bummer for folks like us. Like, that's great fodder for April. That's great content. You have some tangible stuff. Whereas, you know, they'll open up some practices, but it's it's not the same as having stats and... Actual live tackling, right, in full plays that you can break down. Like Just even making the gifts of the plays and having some breakdown is a fun little content thing, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just we're not going to have it. So, um, you know, I don't think we were going to see Devin Leary playing it regardless yesterday. I mean, he, him and Marcus Cox are both optimistic they'll be around the spring. They're still doing rehab and taking it easy on it, Um on their injuries, but they they expect to be back for spring ball. But I didn't expect um, us to have a Devin Leary show for a spring game. Either way, um, but hey, they they do need new turf though. The thing's uh, seven seasons old. Time to get a new one. They were going They're actually planning on getting one last year, um, but uh, couldn't get it delivered in time. Also, you'll be happy. I uh, saw this yesterday. They painted the scoreboards like the back of them. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. it's a, They put a big uh, UK logo up. It, it, so, yeah, it looks sharp. Did anybody take a picture of that? Um, I should have, but didn't on the way in and forgot on the way out.
0: Can football not do the thing basketball did and go play somewhere she, else within the state
2: for their spring game? I mean, they could, but they'd also rather just not have to. Stoops doesn't game. like spring games. Yeah. So,
1: if they have convenient excuses not to do them, they're going to use them, which yeah. is like you could do the turf now. Yeah. You could do the turf later in the summer. Which, you could oh. do the turf a lot of different times. So, I mean, it is totally and completely a cop-out not to have the spring game. I do wish they just come out. I wish to – like, nobody's going to nobody's gonna get too super mad at Stoops if he comes out and he's like, hey, I'm head coach. Uh, we're going to make sure that the fans are going to be involved in the spring. We're going to do some really cool things for you all. I'm just not a spring game guy. So, as long as I'm here, we're not going to do it. Get used to it, but here is what we're going to do. We're going to do open practice here. We're going to do a live scrimmage here open to the fans. Uh, you can do something with the collective, you know, allow some special access for some people. I, I'm cool with all that stuff. Just come out and say you don't like it. It's all right. I, I I do like it. Just gives you a little bit of like a fall football feel in the spring. It's a nice little bridge to kind of keep your your blood pumping. Anybody that has major takes from a spring game are trying too hard for the most part. Yeah. But it's nice to see people go out there, hit a little bit. You can kind of get excited about freshmen. Doesn't, you know, I think people can do it within a proper context. Right, but
0: right. It,
1: I, I like them. It's okay if the head coach doesn't. It's his program. He can run it the way that he wants. But I don't make the, the excuses. What's it going to be next year, you know? Yeah, right, right.
2: There's usually about one or two guys that you come away being like, okay, I didn't know he could be a ball player, but – or you see, like
1: an awesome catch, and you're like that. Yeah, you know, that you your a, blood pumping. Exactly. Yeah. Not, that's not the end of the world, but knowing he can make that play, what could he be doing in two years?
2: Jamin like, Davis had 11 tackles in a spring game. Um, uh, I still remember when Terry Wilson his spring game against. Uh, was, I guess it would have been him and Gunner Hoke, and I was just like, "Well, he, he's got to be the quarterback." Like, there's, yeah, <laughs> you know, it, so uh, he was a prize
1: recruit. I think everybody knew he was most likely going to be the quarterback, but UK always wants it to be the open competition. Stuff. Correct.
2: Correct. Correct. But um. But, yeah, no spring game. It's just a bummer. Um, I, I, I enjoy the spring game. Um, but I actually – yesterday was, is one of my favorite days of the year on the beat because it's just – there's only a handful of guys. They're all newcomers. They, they roll them out. Um, I've had some memorable ones. Wani uh, Johnson had a bunch of dudes in tears talking about, like, it wasn't just the Juco kid showing up and puking everywhere because he's not used to, like, having – like to being properly nourished and conditioning – hard it was also like talking about his friends getting shot in gary indiana and stuff like that so there's there's been some memorable moments but i think most importantly it's just kind of fun meeting new guys that are going to play an impact like they're going to have a role right away whereas media day with the true freshmen they kind of all come in at once and they're a little young these guys are a little bit better talkers uh and they have fun stories to tell and uh scoots do, do you do you have the clip pulled up? From, I do. Yeah. From uh, our friend JQ Hardaway. Here, here was what he had to say yesterday. Yeah. So, um, I got I went to Hardaway High School, y'all. And when I went to Hardaway High School from my freshman through my junior year, I had a social studies teacher named Alex Sturgeon. And Alex Sturgeon is a diehard Kentucky fan, y'all. So it's <laughs> nothing that Kentucky went through for the last three years that I haven't seen. I swear to God, y'all. Like my phone, he sends me everything with like you know the tweets or stats to say. Um, the rank that, the defense among the SEC that just that type of stuff you always send me that. Um, so like I said I've been I've been in the loop for sure. he keeps me in the loop. <laughs> That's our guy Alex from Colga yeah. he's talking about which I that was so cool. I, I it's so far because like that wasn't anything unprompted. the question was, well, you know, you say you're from the SEC country, but what do, you, what do you think about Kentucky and what they've done in recent years? And, you know, sometimes you get the prospects who are like, you know, I didn't think much about Kentucky. We were more Alabama, Auburn. He's like, oh, no, I know all about Kentucky because of our guy Alex from Colga, who's been trying, he's been texting in this show about J.Q. Hardaway for years. I, I, Kentucky was basically the runner-up in his recruitment. Uh, he ended up going to Cincinnati. So when Luke Fickle left, it was, it was easy for Hardaway to slide down on here in, uh, to Kentucky, um, well-spoken, really long uh, young man who that, like that's what they like in their cornerbacks, right? Guy with long arms, bigger guy, six two, six three ish, and he's going to be competing with Ohio State transfer Jansen Dunn and I think Avery Stewart, the the blue chip freshman um, for that open cornerback spot. So uh, he has the most experience of them all, uh, which is probably why he has a leg up in that cornerback competition. But uh, the, the the I guess the big Takeaways from yesterday, though, TJ. Uh, On the injury front, it wasn't a knee for Marcus Cox. I wasn't sure what it was. He tore ligaments in his foot between his big toe and his other toe. Oh, gosh. Which is like basically, it's almost like he got somebody just stuck a screwdriver in between his big toe and the other one and just ripped the ligaments there. That sounds painful.
1: Yeah, it, it does sound painful. That sounds horrible. I'd also be concerned, like, why couldn't that happen again at any moment ever? You know, like, what causes that to happen in the first place, and why couldn't it happen just me doing just very basic, generic, either exercises or even just walking, potentially? But it was sweet to hear Alex from Colga get the proper shout-out. He, on the Thornton Sex line for years, Roush, we heard him talking. Yeah, Mike Kell
2: Williams was another guy. He was trying to get to Kentucky. He offered to... Uh, the Georgia All American this year, freshman, he was like, I'll I'll take you up there. I'll drive you up there if need to. So I'm I'm sure Alex from Colga is gonna be hyped to come see JQ uh play for the cats this fall. I and answered. it's just like what are the chances? I mean, he he shouts out the guy in the interview. You don't get random social studies teacher shout outs.
0: No, He's I don't just, think I've ever heard anything like that before. Full name too. Like it was right. Yeah. It wasn't uh Mr. Sturgeon. Yeah, at
1: least he wasn't, like, borderline weirdly obsessed with UK. I had to, turn, I had to block his number there for a little bit. That's A-L-E-X. I uh, gave him the the full shout-out. But that's awesome. Happy to hear it. And you got a good impression from the from the newbies?
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I liked that Cox, A, he's a wrestler, or he was a wrestler in high school. So, like, being out in the island, he's comfortable there. Um, he's trying to spend more time with Devin Leary because that's, like, priority number one. Taking care of his quarterback, um, and he also, you know, yes, he's like, well, what's the difference between the MAC and the SEC? Like, you don't know yet, but like, is that a challenge? And he's like, this is a kid's game. Football's football. Like, no, I'm not worried about it. Like, we'll we'll be fine. We'll get this right. Um, I, I was curious about Keyshawn Silver, just sizing him up because the kind of narrative out of him in North Carolina was he what he wasn't in shape, right? But I mean, this guy was ranked higher than Drake May, who was. ACC Player of the Year yeah. this year, um, in their recruiting class, and he he looked like he didn't look like just some big fat nose guard, right? Like he he I, he looked like he was in pretty good shape, and he even said, you know, I I struggled with time management stuff, that adjustment to college, and doing what I needed to do to prevent injuries. So he's like, it's 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 all about getting right, getting my body right, and he looked like he was in pretty decent shape. He's really long. Um, so he kind of fits the prototype of what Kentucky wants on the defensive line.
1: A lot of good stuff from Roush yesterday, uh, talking with these new transfers into the program. Also,
2: Ray Davis is like uh, – I mean, I, he kind of reminded me of JoJo Kemp, but, like, this dude like could just – I mean, he's he's got a Vince Marrow talking ability. Like, he could just go anywhere, wherever, and just hold court. Like, that guy is as affable as they come. So you're going to see and hear a lot from Ray Davis.
1: That's good to hear. Yeah. Uh, seems just happy to be around like just happy happy with life yeah yeah. and that and that's always fun to see but especially happy to be within the uk football program and will he be day one starter
2: i would imagine so um
1: and do you think he can carry that load he did at vanderbilt but
2: i do i do think he won't be uh a bell. like he'll be probably the starter but uh 15 carries then you get McLean 8-10, to ten, and then maybe sprinkle on Wilcox, too, depending on how he does when he comes in. Okay. Um, I think it's going to be more of a committee approach than we've seen in recent
1: years. Ride the hot hand from time to time. But yeah. you still need that that running back where if you need a tough two, three yards, yeah. Which you can feel definitely confident be. right. uh, And being able to have somebody that can just keep churning their legs and get it. And, yeah, he was able to do it at Vanderbilt. We saw it up close and personal, unfortunately. But. Good stuff. All right. Uh, another turf question I had for you Ooh. while we're on the football. Is it just going to be the same, just new? See, that's what I don't faded? I don't
2: know if it's going to be the alternating the, colors. And the
1: alternated green, which I did like, but the only issue is once it starts to fade, it doesn't look as good.
2: That's true. That's true. Um, and I don't know, end zone, Pat, like we could have a completely new field mock-up. Just
1: get the right color blue in the end zone. That's first and foremost. Yeah, I don't know why it's so dark. It's Duke blue. I don't it, like it. Is
2: it supposed to?
1: It's even darker I, than duke blue.
2: I was told that it was to make it pop better under the lights on TV. Makes no sense. But yeah, I don't
1: I <laughs> would why would UK blue not pop any differently than a darker blue?
2: Uh just the lighting, the way it hits or something it like no, that. That no, makes no sense. Yeah. I'm not
1: I know you were just told that, but like
2: Cuz like if you went UK blue it would look lighter than it. Mm. Like it would it would that, that that was what I was what I heard back in the day. Okay. Well, not, but yeah, not, yeah, I don't I don't really buy it either. I'm not
1: blaming you, but if you ever say something so dumb again, I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. Kicking me off trivia. Yeah. yeah. No, no, uh, okay. <laughs> We're I mean, all now dumber. That, that is that is rationale, or that's a reason, I suppose. But uh, I, this is a good opportunity. Are you going to keep the same midfield logo? You, you know with Barnhart running the show, they're not going to get too crazy with anything oh, there. No. Outline state of Kentucky with the old-school Wildcat face would be so cool, but that's zero chance that happens.
2: What about oh, Bluefield? Would you all like that? No, no. It's a headache.
1: I wouldn't mind it, but probably – I I would get annoyed more with just the reaction. So probably best just to avoid it. I don't care. It's a football field. You're supposed to have fun with it. It's a game, it's a sport. Have fun with it. But probably my guess is they'll probably just keep it pretty much how it was. They'll probably lose the checkerboard pattern in the end zone and instead it'll just be blue with UK. And that'll be fine. Hard to kind of mess up a field, right? Right. Unless you just get too wild so uh there's some football updates to start the show in the middle of basketball season uh, i do want to talk about some other games from last night get back to basketball we got to is... go
0: back to that louisville game too
1: okay i'm all right oh. absolutely if you say so scoots uh they're big big night for scoots hoosiers as well and then some upsets and some close games in the sec we will come back we'll talk about all of it you're listening to kentucky roll call here on big x sports radio tj walker nick roush and justin case <laughs>
2: to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. <laughs> Not a
1: seasonal, but give me Red Velvet Oreos. Don't you know that Red Velvet's just chocolate? <laughs> <laughs> Those people just remain the worst of the worst.
2: Red Velvet, too, is also just like a really good Red Velvet is great, but most aren't. Most are just average cake.
1: Okay, you take it easy, Julius Randles, mom.
0: Chocolate Rain some stay dry and others feel the pain chocolate rain. A baby born will die before the sin chocolate rain. The school books say it can't be here again, chocolate. Welcome rain. back, Kentucky. <laughs> the prisons make you wonder where it went chocolate
1: rain. A lot going on with that rejoin, and I I had a good time with it. Did you make that scoots?
2: I did, yeah. That was, that was really, I was really, really looking really forward to that. On. He he asked um uh, He's like, well, I just don't know. This is a good drop, but I don't know what music to play with. It's like, oh, got to oh, so be Chocolate you, so Rain. Uh, you
1: were with the assistant Yeah, there. so, yeah, featuring yeah, Roush. Nice. Well, welcome back. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. Fun first segment, talking some U.K. football, spring game, field turf, all that good stuff, new transfers into the program. Scoots wants to bring back up the U L game, though, from last night, bring it back to basketball. Scoots, what do you have? We,
0: we have to talk about the DoorDash guy. Did you all see well, that? That wasn't at
1: the U of L game. Was
0: that not the U of L game? No, that was Duquesne. Oh, okay. <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was in Pittsburgh. I've, I've gotcha. If it okay. was at the U of L game, it, oh, it would be.
1: Front page it, news. Like everybody in town would still be talking about it. But it is still worth bringing up. Yeah, I, for I don't sure. know who Duquesne was playing. So, the
2: Chicago, whole A 10 action.
1: Okay, there you go. And this DoorDash guy looked like he was carrying McDonald's with a bag and a drink. Is just walking on the edge of the court, (laughs) but the basketball action was happening down at that end. And he was probably only like two or three feet onto the court, but there was a player within a foot of him, two feet of him. (laughs) The referee was within a foot of him, two feet of him. So he was squarely in the action and so many questions about what's going on there somebody's going to write a story about it if they haven't already but one how does this dude get in the arena
2: as a See, door dash that was the first thing my wife said she's like how who's just letting that guy in but Imagine getting that order
1: where it's like, you know somebody probably had to do it as a joke. Like, can we get DoorDash delivered while we're sitting here at this game? Yeah. And it probably, like, kept going through, and they were like, oh, my gosh, I think it's actually going to – it sounds like Dashers here. And then the guy probably went to the stadium and was like, I don't have a ticket, but, like, I'm just dropping food off. I'm not staying And they the probably game. don't
2: care either, it's the Duquesne. security. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. there was
1: probably at most 2,000 people at that game, the- and that's probably being incredibly generous. I want to say
2: it was the second half, too. It was 40 to 32 or something. So, like, it wasn't – When they were still taking tickets, right? Like, I don't think they would have cared. That's a
1: good point, too. Yeah, you're right about that. And then just the, like, he's probably having to look at his phone to see his tracker of, like, okay, where is it getting pinged to? Where do I actually need to go? And But the lack of self-awareness to be, like, there's a basketball game going on here. I'll just walk <laughs> on the floor. That
2: dude had to be stoned to the bone, right? Oh,
1: well, I th- but what do you it think? It was Wacky Wednesday. DoorDash drivers are, yeah. So that's what I mean, on like
2: Wednesday. That's a good point. I'm not. If you, if you're a DoorDash driver listening, no offense. I think most of you are stoned to the. Bone.
1: Not all, but I, I think there's probably your fair share. Yeah, for sure. He's just walking on the court. I just want to deliver this McDonald's. I think the refs are like, do I mean, we call a technical? Do we kick him out? Do we have security come back? How hard them?
2: would it be just to find your person too if you're walking into an arena with seemingly a couple thousand people? Too. See, I but think- those
1: like location things aren't always 100% accurate so he was probably a little confused by that
2: i'm thinking it was it would have been really funny if it was somebody
0: in like the upper deck and they're just seeing him on the on the corner of the court like hey whoever is right
1: doing it at, like for that exact reason just to be like can we do it he probably didn't think the guy was going to go walk on the floor to hand deliver it, but like, what if he just went up to one of the coaches and was like, "Here you go, here's your order," <laughs> or what if he like walked over to the PA mic and he was like, "Who ordered this McDonald's? I am having such a tough time finding you. Who whose is it? Whom's whom's is this? A funny moment in college basketball. Well, it was but funny not at the U of L game, unfortunately. It
0: was funny when they were getting him off the court. That security guy came up to him. He's still looking up at the crowd. DoorDash,
2: DoorDash, DoorDash. <laughs> Also, the commentary, did you all hear the play about play, guys? I did. That that was, because initially that was what I saw first, and that was so funny because I'm like, what are they even talking about? Because the camera didn't capture it initially. Very amusing. Very amusing. Yeah. They're like, no, we're not joking. There was somebody that just walked on the court.
1: We need to get that audio.
2: Um, I tweeted it out last night. I can send it to you. Over to you, Scoots.
1: We need to get that get yeah. that fired up. An SEC action last night. Coming off their first conference loss at Rupp Arena on Saturday, Texas A&M comes back and really dominates Auburn from start to
2: finish. They, really?
1: Yeah, Auburn got out to a little bit of a lead in the first four minutes, but after that, it was all Aggies so, all the time. Another home winning
2: streak snapped? Uh, they were the longest. Auburn was. Wow, you're right. Yeah.
1: People forget that. Yeah, suck it, Auburn. Dorks. Gosh. A&M's a solid team. That win on Saturday, it was tough and it was it was well earned for UK. And uh, you know things go. Kentucky doesn't hit the three. I think a lot of people are saying if UK hits more threes, it's probably not as close. But if UK it goes colder from outside, that game comes down to probably the last possession. And uh, but Kentucky earned the win and it was a good win. A&M's a tournament team and they just dominated Auburn last night. And then Mississippi State went into Alabama. Had a seven-point halftime lead and had several leads, obviously, in the second half late in the game. Alabama took retook the lead late in the game. Mississippi State didn't back down, took Alabama's best punch, and had a chance at the buzzer. Really, really bad final possession for Mississippi State. They ended up losing by three, but that another sign that, like, hey, college basketball this season, and especially in the SEC, anybody on any given day could. 16-point win anybody. over Auburn. Gosh, so, I
2: love when Bruce Pearl loses.
1: I'm just getting like the basketball bug in the biggest way. Scoots, I know you mentioned how great of a night of basketball it was, but like four games, and the 9 o'clock games too, I was up late again last night because I could, just couldn't help myself, like turning it from the U L game over to the IU-Minnesota finish over to Mississippi State, Bridges Alabama, over to A&M. Barely. And, yeah, they were lucky to get the win. Did you see the Syracuse UNC finish where Syracuse threw the ball in bounds to just write to a UNC player to take the lead? <laughs> I tweeted no. it out. You didn't see that? Uh, no, I missed it. It was that. off a free throw, and Syracuse rebounded the free throw. They were up one and just threw it directly to a UNC guy, and then UNC scored, and boom, they were up one just like that. Very similar situation in the Indiana-Minnesota game. It was horrible. Where Indiana is shooting free throws. They miss it, but they were able to score on the rebound and hold on to a much-needed win. That would have been a bad loss, Scoot. So just best to avoid it. Uh, Is Indiana still the best team in the country after last night?
0: Uh, I mean, I never said they were the best team in the country, so let's get that straight. Uh, I still believe in the team, yes, despite that bad performance. Because I mean, they were just going through the motions last night. It, it was it was not an inspired performance at all. I, w- I was worried for there for a minute.
1: Trace Jackson Davis still put up just he absolutely did. nuts yeah. numbers. He'll He's he'll crazy. be in the National Player of the Year conversation and As deservedly he should be. so. Yeah, he is really really good. Without him. I can't even. I can't even imagine how bad IU would be. But they get the win. That's all that matters. It was not pretty, but better to to win the ugly games than than to lose them, and especially take a loss to Minnesota on the old resume. So. Uh, you can you can exhale, Scooty.
0: I just got a text from a coworker asking me if I want to split frog legs with him for lunch today. Frog legs are pretty great. Wow, <laughs> what? what a coworker! What a, what a random text.
1: Seven forty-two in the morning to text that <laughs> as well. Like that person woke up thinking frog legs, Scooter Dingus, <laughs> or maybe Scooter Dingus frog legs. Maybe your legs reminded him of, of the frog legs. I think
0: I have to say yes, right? You
1: absolutely do. <laughs> say, come on.
2: Michael Innings has good frog legs. Uh, Wouldn't they open Keep up,
1: I, I think, this week?
2: This week, yeah. It is this week? Oh, nice, uh, yeah.
1: Been hearing some of the commercials. What, 99th season? Whatever oh, yeah, Sounds about right. Just don't get the wings there.
2: we got to have Lent around the corner, go
0: right? Go to
1: Thornton's. I think Lent starts middle of February. Late February.
0: The By the way, I have that audio 22nd. from the DoorDash guy. All right,
1: here's the here's the call of the DoorDash guy, because it does it more justice than us just talking about it. We'll let it go into the bench, and Loyola would take over 10 minutes before we get a stoppage. And we've got an official's timeout. And somebody came on the floor on the far side. Looking for an Uber Eats delivery or something there. He's carrying some McDonald's. Oh, this has to be one of the all-time I, greats. I'm actually not kidding. No, I, no, I this think, is the I truth. think that's what's happening. This guy's in the corner. Looked like he, maybe, Was he going to deliver the, the McDonald's to somebody on the court? Can we rule that out? Exactly. <laughs> I mean... I think that's an Uber Eats sticker. Is that what that is? I'm trying to get confirmation. Uber Eats, yes. Maybe I'll put my hand up. I'm getting a little hungry. You can bring it over here. So we saw the stoppage. The man was usher. Let's see if we can see this. No, this is going to be the turnover in the There court. he is. There, in the right, right there in is. the like, Yay, yay. <laughs> this guy's actually, who's he delivering it to? The ref. The, the, the ref said later. Give it to me later. Not now. Philip Alston's done a lot. I didn't think he needed a Big Mac for sustenance in the uh, middle of the game. I know, but I'm not. Well, the official out there, Tim,
0: he, he distanced him like, I didn't say now. <laughs> later there's no <laughs> way that could be, be for the officials unbelievable that's got to be something that the highlight shows are
1: going to have a blast with <laughs> we'll scoops as a couple of play-by-play veterans yourself and my me, me and yourself yourself and me uh, roush excluded obviously he does doesn't have the background for it uh, how just amazing would it be to be able to make that call
0: yeah, no, that was fun. And I thought
1: they did a good job. Yeah, they it, did. It's yeah. not something you can any, it, certainly you can't prepare for it, but for a radio audience where you can't really see what's going on, that was a good job explaining what was going on, and they provided some humor along with it. But well, that, that's a dream call there.
0: And that's the thing. Anytime something like that happens, you have to attack it with with some humor. That's yeah. the only way. That's the only way to do it. Or that's just awesome. be
2: overly serious, like Kevin Harlan. It was just Yeah,
1: oh, that's also a good, a good approach as well. Uh, he, he's got a bag of food. He's not sure where he's going. The referee <laughs> waving him off. He's got to deliver this food. It's his job.
0: Ooh. <laughs>
1: It's good stuff from the world of college basketball last night, but I'm am getting the March itch. I'm getting it in a big way, and I don't think, I don't think the catch rocking and rolling is a coincidence to go along with it. But it just makes it so much more fun watching games and being like, well, this could impact UK. This could kind of impact UK, and even if it doesn't, just having close games, good basketball uh, is always. Oh a, man, a real if you think the
2: juices are falling now, wait till Saturday night.
1: Oh boy,
2: when you're feeling the the palpable buzz mm-hmm. outside of rep Arena.
1: I have decided I'm going to take uh, a one day break from my March uh, or January and February sobriety. Yeah, you should for for Saturday
0: evening. Great call.
1: Got to, I mean, g- Kansas, Kentucky in its own right, but uh, got a got a buddy coming in town.
0: Going
2: to the Rubies, you go, get to tear to up the, the pavilion. Roots.
1: Yeah, gotta 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 have a, gotta have a drink. I or got two. I
2: gotta warn you too. I've heard that the youths are now going to Bells, so
1: so don't go to Bells.
2: Yeah, I've I've heard it's. Uh, it's no longer the place where us old folks can go, okay. and like have our have our peace and quiet. It's
1: good. Uh, yeah, where where do the old folks go downtown now? Where where would be a good place after the game? Somebody on the Thornton's text line five zero two four one. Yeah, if
2: you're in town more often, let us know. I uh, Centro is the one that I typically go to because never it's heard of it. Quick, it's it's just a pavilion bar. It's by walk at. What
1: um, about Rosebuds?
2: Rosebuds still open. Somehow, how that place is—they still letting sixteen-year-olds in there? I, I, I don't, I don't know, and it's it's crazy because like that place has had that reputation since my dad was in college, and it's still open.
1: Good, good. It's a staple. Yeah, uh, really. Uh, real, uh, re, our rest in peace, Polly's Pavilion.
2: Oh, uh, you mean Polly's uh,
1: Tavern? What is it?
2: Toasted Barrel. Toasted Barrel. Yeah, Polly's place. I wonder if that's even Polly's anything. Toasted Barrel. There yeah, is that
1: anything? I think it's like apartments.
2: They always had apartments above it. I think it's just empty. No, yeah, maybe so.
1: Yeah. And then also, shout out to. Uh, or just before, go to the Before that, what was it? The Penguin? Yeah, the Penguin. The yeah. dual piano bar. Yeah. That was a good time. We got it. It was nice that we were in college where we got to do a little bit of both there. A little Bofa?
2: A little Bofa, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, Cintro says that it, uh a hip bar for craft cocktails and local beers. That does sound right up your alley.
2: I mean, it's just like the easy bar that's always open. Not very big, but it, when it's uh, they got the garage doors that open up. It'll be nice. I don't think you want the garage doors open on Saturday, but uh, that one—it's
1: actually going to be a little warmer on Saturday at night. I'm sure it's still going to be cold. You're right, right but right. yeah. Uh, somebody said Distillery District TJ is great. What is that?
2: That's yeah, but that's a far walk. It's like where Manchester Music Hall is.
1: I'm going to be downtown in my hotel. I guess downtown. it's not that
2: far to go from Rupp Arena over there, but it's still you're walking in the open air. That walk across, you know, down High Street would be a chilly one. Yeah chill it. Uh,
1: if the cats beat Kansas, so oh, downtown is just going to be yeah. bumping, and that's going to be exciting.
2: Oh, TJ, have you thought about? I guess they'll probably do the Rubies in a Friday, but you might be there when they have the recruits. Oh, you want me to say anything to them?
1: Yeah, just tell them suck. Like slip them a filet? be like, hey. You know what on. I was thinking? Actually,
2: and they're not OVS; these are unofficial, so I doubt there will be as as many uh, Ruby. But hey, it, nevertheless, I bet you'll do some elbow running, rubbing maybe with a big dog, maybe with a little Liam Cohen. Oof, oof.
1: Oh, I'm a Conehead, so I'd have to say hey to him. Big fan. He's
2: been on our show, right?
1: I think so. Yeah. I think we had him when he was first on.
2: Either way, you can just lie to him and say he's been on the show. That's true. Yeah, I do a radio show you've been on. He's you been probably on don't remember. Yeah. Yeah, he been on
1: the radio show. Yeah, he certainly wouldn't, he wouldn't
2: uh, forget. A, a
1: texter says um, – we're jumping ahead of the text line a little bit. Um, Did the winning streak start when TJ stopped drinking? No, the South Carolina game was fully in the middle. Uh, January and February every year I usually don't drink. I or at least the last five, six years, I don't drink. And uh, making a little bit of an exception. Uh, one year I made an exception for Green Bay playoff games where I just drink during their games. Uh, that was kind of cheating, if you ask me. But I'll make one exception in this one. And another texture says, Centros, saw Vince, and Stoops, they bought me a drink. Whoa! Sweet, How are yeah. you getting a drink bought awesome. from those people? Were you just talking to them, saying, like, I'm a big Cats fan? Uh, that's pretty cool. That's exciting. Another texter, as we kind of jump ahead in the Thornton's text line, asked me, TJ, with you going to the game on Saturday, many people are wondering, will the sign you brought to Kroger Field be making it appear oh, at the Rupp Arena? Wow. No, no, I'm not. At Rupp, I'll, I'll. it's too big of a game, uh, too big of a stage. Would you make a case for maybe that's the perfect time for a sign like that? But my wife did say she's been to just a couple UK basketball games at Rupp Arena over the years with me. And I think the one we went to most recently, I don't know if it was last year, two years ago, or whatever it was, but she loved the fresh-squeezed lemonade they had there. She loves the ice cream. She's a sucker for the ice cream. I like the ice cream, too. And she really loved the lemonade. But when we were there last time, she was like, we need to sneak in little airplane bottles for this lemonade. It would make, like, the perfect little mixed
2: drink. That would be great.
1: And so— when she was like are you going to are you going to drink it all on saturday and i was like yeah i think i've made the decision i'm going to she was like cool we got to bring in those mini mini airplane bottles for the lemonade and i was like how did you remember that that's uh, that's wild so she's excited about the game as well and she's uh she said she's excited just to cheer for a team that's not going to lose every game like <laughs> UFL. so Man, She's pumped about that.
2: We we can spend more time talking about that game tomorrow, but I'm fired up. For
1: I'm fired up for yeah. it as well. Uh, do you want to get into the text line, or where do you want to go? Let's, here? let's
2: let's get into the text line. There's a lot. I do appreciate how we've just kind of jumped around all over the place this morning. It's fun. It is fun. Football the we had had some are fun. Well,
1: Yeah, it's a Thursday show. We got trivia coming up soon. I think we're doing a great.
0: Show. Can I throw one more quick hitter out there? Please do. Today is the three-year anniversary of Kobe being gone. Oh well, thanks so for sucks. really
2: bringing us down, Scoots. What? the – what That's the hell? It? I no, was just you... talking about how we were having such a good yeah, use time. Yeah, it,
0: use it as a day to remember all the great Kobe memories. Kobe.
2: I was a Kobe hater.
0: You got so. it. You got it. It's TJ, not... you just have to shout Kobe when you take your banana shot today.
2: Scoots, Just really bringing us down. How no, don't, it. it only brings you down if you let it bring you down. Well, you you tried to bring us down, but well, you well, won't.
1: His 81-point yeah. no, game anniversary was like four days ago or something like that. You could, uh, you, uh, oh, I uh, missed that. Yeah, have, happier, <laughs> happier memory. Uh, no, it's crazy that, that he is just gone. He, I mean, he'd probably be doing, I don't know, would he be doing TV?
0: Uh, wouldn't always, he still be really the league?
1: Hearing, no, no, no. You don't think so? He was well-retired.
0: Was he? he wasn't retired, was he? For a long time. Like oh, for my three gosh.
2: three years. He, That's had, embarrassing. Years, he was. He, he, he's body armor. Like, he got that company started. That's but you didn't know that. Scoots. That's embarrassing. Yep.
0: We're
1: just going to move past it. <laughs> a texter on the Thornton's Texas. Oh, man, I might have gone up way too high. Uh texter says, You'd think the reigning national player of the year would get a favorable whistle, but poor Oscar gets about one call for every eight times he's hacked and grabbed. If even that.
2: Well, that's also just being a big guy, right? Like they're you're gonna get less benefit of the doubt when you get hit or banged up on. Uh, but I am kind of with you though. It'd be nice to get some favorable, some favorable calls.
1: Yeah, the, a lot of people listening that aren't UK fans would be like, "Ah, it's rich coming from UK." Look at Rupp Arena. I, I, there are some games, certainly that it happens, but I, I don't, man. Don't think it's been officiating necessary.
2: in general. Just stinks though. That clip that you had last night, that oh charge. Gosh, couldn't believe. It. I mean, the dude was just—he just flopped. Why do you have a flop? While rule? he's getting beat. Why do off you have a dribble? flop
1: rule? Why do you have a flop rule if you're not like that? Is a flop? He was hardly even touched, and the dude went flying. I, that's what I'm gonna just start doing when I see bad plays and i can and i have the luxury of being able to do like the 15 second button i'm just going to put it out on twitter we need to publicly shame officials uh, nothing else works and this isn't going to change anything most likely but at least everybody can just kind of see how consistently terrible it is across the board yeah, Mississippi State player just kind of had the ball.
2: Was wasn't, beat his guy it, off the dribble, didn't, really.
1: Didn't have his – wasn't lowering his shoulder at all. Just made very basic contact with an Alabama player who was – looked like he was in legal guarding position, but certainly wasn't standing still holding his own ground or anything like that. Just kind of roaming alongside of him and then goes flying once there's just the tiniest little bit of contact and the officials fall for it like total and complete goobers. But, yeah, that was a wild play. A texter says, Roush eating some fried crow, courtesy of Chef Wheeler.
2: Chef Wheeler in the kitchen cooking up.
1: We're all happy for Wheeler. We're all rooting for Wheeler. But, I mean, it was a pretty generic game. But that could be his role, and we're all happy with that. Yep. We'll be happy with that. A texter says on the Thornton's text line, I don't know where it went.
2: Oh, the uh, Thornton's text line, it was at the part where they said, A good team win and bed by 11. Love it. Can you three explain and talk a little bit about Duke being projected a five seed? Kentucky being projected a 12 seed with the same exact record. Uh, Yes. uh, Did did I do this or did did we talk about it or did I tweet it out? I think I just tweeted it out. But uh, the quad, I mean, it's all about quad wins. And even though that system's kind of dumb, like how they rank some of these teams, because somehow winning at Vandy is the same as beating Texas A&M at home. Yeah. I guess Vandy's been pretty good this year when they had their big guy. But that's how they try to assess, evaluate. And the net rankings think way too highly of the ACC. Like The ACC is a garbage basketball conference this year.
1: Probably the worst I think it's ever been in our lifetime.
2: Yeah, it's so bad. But yet the net rankings still give it a decent amount of credit for whatever reason. So when they lost at Virginia Tech, it wasn't a bad loss at all. Um quad two loss they had
1: Virginia Tech not winning a game in 2023 up to that
2: point I mean the the sad part is that uh, and I don't have it pulled up right now but I think one of their quad one wins was uh like at Wake Forest that's considered the same thing as Kentucky winning at Tennessee like what <laughs> but that that's that's considered the same yet losing to South Carolina at home is basically like losing the Gardner web like it's the worst kind of loss so that's that's how. And,
1: that's, and that actually is accurate. Like South Carolina is horrible. Yeah. And that's a bad loss, but I still don't don't think it should excuse everything else going on in this crazy world. And Kentucky's got the best win in the college basketball season.
2: Yeah, and I and I ultimately think that will be
1: Tennessee's lost three games on the year, only one at home, only one conference game, and it was against the Kentucky Wildcats. It's the best win of the season so far for any team. Kentucky right now, to me, comfortably in the tournament, comfortably in. Our boy Shelby Mass has him as one of the last four in. I I just strongly disagree with that take, but as we've mentioned, not worried about bracketology not yet. Too early. Just keep winning. Everything's going to yep. take care of itself. Keep it winning. Will. You beat Kansas, and then you'll actually get a little bit of breathing room, or you could even like if you lost on the road to Ole Miss, which you definitely shouldn't do. Yeah, because they. Stink. But like you'd be, you know, that wouldn't that wouldn't kill you.
2: And you know that Kansas, even though they're struggling right now, like you're. I know people get a little bit like, three or four game losing streak, you know, whatever. Um, But if you catch them while they're down, Kansas is going to be one of the two or three top teams in the Big 12. Right? And the, for the credit that the ACC
1: happens. gets as a conference, according to the metrics, that needs to be over to the Big 12. Yeah, yeah. They are legitimately they're, – they're, they're. I, ten I thought deep, that basically. maybe the SEC was the best basketball conference, probably the, the Big 12. I didn't think Kansas State was going to be this good. I didn't think Iowa State was going to be this good. Texas is still good. The Oklahoma tell you
2: schools are kind of the bottom, and they aren't that bad either.
1: No, they're not terrible. They're not great. They're not tournament teams. But I I don't actually, I don't know if bracketology has them in or not. But again, too early for that stuff, anyways. By the way, free bet for Saturday. I don't think the number can be high enough for Tennessee when they host Texas. They're going to they're going to run away with that game. And I think Texas is a fine team. Obviously, they've been dealing with their head coach situation. Uh, the interim has been doing a pretty good job to the point where, like, does do you give him the job? Do you offer him the job at the end of the season? I still think you probably do not. But they're they're playing well and they're still solid. They have as pretty much as much talent as anybody in the country. But Tennessee is going to dismantle them defensively. So there's a free bet for you for Saturday. You don't keep
0: your interim coach if you can go out and get Patina. Uh,
1: I'm saying, man. Which? I'm saying. we Will teaser for hour number 2? Oh, is there There's some Patino news? Potentially. Wow.
0: Ralph, I thought you had two big points to make today. I've got some takes. Okay. We got a whole another hour, Scoots. Oh yeah. I, so f- I l- forgot.
1: let's take let's take let's take a break here <laughs> and we'll 23 hour tease. We'll come back. Do we start with trivia? Do we do some takes? Save trivia for later. We'll figure that stuff during the break. But we will get trivia Thursday. I've got some fun list of questions for the fellas. And then Roush has some takes. We've got a lot of text to get to. Don't go anywhere. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports
2: Radio. going to be your forever. You going to be my wife. But you went to find better. Over? You say over? I ain't
0: heard no family!
2: Welcome back for Hour 2 of Kentucky Roll Call.
0: Nothing is over until we decide it
2: is! With Walker and Rosh. We're just getting started, bro.
1: Welcome back, Hour number 2, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Ooh, Radio. I want to remind you about our friends at Salceritas, two locations in Louisville. Middletown has a drive through St. Matthew's has been newly renovated over the last couple of years. Really nice interior. Uh, not that the Middletown one isn't. It is as well. They're both great. You'll love either one. Download the Sauceritas app and keep them in mind for whatever catering needs you may have. They, It's the weekend just around the corner. Uh, maybe you've got a party. Maybe you're hosting some folks' wildly addictive chips and all their fresh, seasoned, delicious, juicy meats would be a real conversation starter for the party. Where'd you get this from? Salsaritas? That's what everybody would say if you host a party and you got Salsaritas catering. So keep them in mind. We love them. You will as well. Roush, I'm all teased up, and I want to know what you've got to say.
2: We're bringing back the champs. Coming to Rupp Arena for the Tennessee game. After Tennessee retired Chris Lofton's jersey when the Cats came to town, Kentucky's going to honor the '96, '97, and '98 national champs February 18th at Rep Arena.
1: Very cool. My question was why? Why now? Why all three at the same time? Why now? Yes. Both.
2: Wait, they didn't win in '97. They went to the finals though. Okay. Lost
1: in the championship. Should have won.
2: In overtime. Um, was actually certainly better yeah. than Arizona. Yeah, Anthony Epps, had, that was a great shot to force OT. Um, but just the way those free life
1: and sports work, though. If they win in 1997, they probably, probably don't win, win in, in 98. 90, yeah. And that 98 team was not the best team in the country. But, hey, that's not the way the tournament works, baby. So three it's probably, years to, to a national championship, that's just ugh, it'd be amazing. I
2: think they're probably doing it just because there's a lot of common denominators with those teams. I mean – you have standouts on some that weren't on the others, but, like, Nazi Muhammad played for all three, you know. Um, Scott Padgett was – was he just a freshman in 98? He had some – was it him or Shepard that redshirted a year? Because they, like, got in trouble with Patina.
1: Oh, you know, somebody older than us would know for sure. We should still probably know that, though.
2: I think it might have been Shepherd who redshirted in, like, 96 or something like that. But Different
1: time of college basketball.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Much different. But – uh a lot of people think of them in the same light, like kind of grouping together, even though they did have two different coaches. And when I first saw it, I was like, ooh, does that mean Rick Pitino's coming back? And I got very excited uh, because uh, I know a lot of people, especially younger people who only knew him as the L coach, are big-time haters. I'm uh, still no secret. I'm a fan of Rick Pitino. Would love to see him back before Louisville invited him back to kind of just be like, suck at Cards. Take, take one more jab at him. Uh, but... I want to the day before and the day after that game. So I don't think he's going to be making it back uh, to Lexington just for one day only.
1: Get a video then.
2: I'd be down, yeah.
1: That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. I would like that. I also, I get it. I think they had a quote yesterday during the coach's show where they said, a lot of these people are coaching or they've got other stuff going on, so it's incredibly tough to schedule. Not just Patino, but other players, obviously. I understand that, but I, I do wonder if they pick the date knowing that, like, okay, Iona plays Friday, they play Sunday. <laughs> like, he's not going to be able yeah, to be there. Yeah. This would be a good day to do it. I, I'm a, you know, I'm a fan for a big conspiracy theory. That being said, have a video. I still wish they'd bring Patino back. I certainly hope they do it before U does because it would just really rub U of fans the wrong way, especially in their program misery yeah this year yeah. these years of misery that oh like been what they would do to have patino back right
2: now oh yeah sure yeah.
1: i mean i have my L friend group they have talked about it and they're like hey just like five years ago we had a hall of fame head coach on our sideline and we were regularly ranked in the top 25 and now we've got two wins and are the laughing stock of college basketball which is totally true uh, yeah it's it, it's tough but Patino did a ton of great things for U.K., and when he was at UofL, things got heated, and he probably did some things he regretted. That's all right. He's a big-time competitor. But if you make U.K. basketball better and you provide countless amazing moments and memories people you know memories last and that they really stick with people Patino, you know, roush was a little I mean, bit before our time
2: but uh he resurrected the program he did from its darkest place he, and, and he, he did it quickly and he should be
1: celebrated before it's too late not that he's knocking on death's door or anything like that but well
2: sometimes it kind of looks like it
1: it does kind of look like the, the the tales from the crypt guy yeah that starts the episode really creepy yeah really creepy but but still, so bring back, I can, celebrate them yeah. and I hope they at least do a little and, video with them and where he can say what's up to the UK fans and UK fans. Some may boo and that's you're right if that's what you want to do. But uh, I, I it's cool uh, it's, and it, it'll add to an already electric atmosphere against the Vols.
2: And it also I know that people love to hate on Rick. But like we kicked his ass when he was at Louisville. How many times did he beat Kentucky? Once. Twi- I mean it He beat Cal only once, but, like, you had the Edgar Sosa deep ball. You had the Marvin Stone game. But, like, in 20 years, he won three or four times, and he lost all of the big games that counted. So, like, I'm not going to –
1: Lost to Cal – or beat Cal twice.
2: Yeah, the New game and then the Quinn Snyder (laughs) crossing up to – Weirdly
1: enough, you know, if you were to rank the U.K. basketball teams and which ones lost to L and which ones didn't, you wouldn't have the De'Aaron Fox, Malik Monk one as a potential loser. Uh, but that was coming off the the big UNC win. U of L really needed that game. It's the only one I've been to at the U M Center. Monk had a shot to win. Yeah, that was a weird. That was that was back when U of L basketball was really at its peak. I had this woman that couldn't have been any younger than 75 years old and she was just throwing like a literal tantrum in the concourse because like a uk <laughs> fan had like just kind of like bumped into her not Which like not because intense, i mean concourses are busy Yeah, and she was like where is security that man right there just accosted me and i went up to her and i was like what happened what are you okay and she was like he he bumped into me and i was like wasn't an accident was like, it doesn't matter i'm an old woman and I was like, "Hey, it's okay." And I like put my like I, I didn't put my arm around her or anything, but I was just like putting my hands up, being like, "It's okay." She was like, "And you don't dare touch me either. You people in blue think you can do whatever you want." I was like, "Take your meds, lady," and just walked away. She was a <laughs> psycho, psycho. That was when Uval was rocking and rolling. Uh, Where everybody was drunk at their games. Feels like hundred years it ago. Does feel like a hundred years ago? We did the radio show, Trevor and I. Right across, whatever that hotel is, right across from the Yum Center. It was awesome. It was a lot of fun. And now, this year, I mean, half my L friends didn't even watch the L uk game because they knew they were just going to get pounded. So sad. But very cool. U.K. is going to be honoring them. Uh, the Kansas game will be an amazing atmosphere on Saturday, but that Tennessee game, that will also be a real hootenanny. What day is that, 16th?
2: Uh, 18th, February 18th. 18th. February 18th, okay. Which, I had a wedding that day, so...
1: Sleepy. Well, the, uh, I've got trivia that night, but the good news is it's what, a one o'clock start? Heck
2: yeah. CBS? I don't know. Oh, that, yeah. If it's one o'clock, it's probably CBS. Tennessee's going to be looking for
1: revenge. Do you think Vescovi and Placovich is going to get uh, some booze?
2: Man, um, just if y'all don't follow Wes Rucker on Twitter, that's just a good way to make sure you still hate Tennessee because he treats Tennessee basketball like they're God's gift to earth and they just suck. I hate him so much there's a little uh, hatred feel um man it's tennessee and kiss my um hey i had some takes though that i was formulating during the tuesday night game that i got to share and one of them is i like it's it's not the hottest spiciest but like i just had an oscar sheboy revelation and it might sound like a backhanded compliment but what i've realized what makes i i figured out what makes oscar sheboy a great rebounder he just has 100% tunnel vision, and it's great for rebounding, but I think that's why he's bad at defense because of his lack of self-awareness for others around him and where he is on the court and relative to one another because when that ball goes up, it's just, ball, 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 i got, I got to get the ball, got to get the ball. It's like the, the dude from the replacements, right? Mm-hmm. Got to get the ball, coach, got to get the ball. But when it comes to help defense – He's, he's just like, well, this is my man. i got to be on my man. And he gets kind of lost. I, I feel like Oscar has just a lack of self-awareness that can sometimes cost him. But you know what? you just got to live with it because he's so good at just going to get the ball.
1: Yeah, you do have to live with some of his mistakes. Sometimes he'll go rebound – his own player has the ball and he'll just go steal it from him and it turns into a travel or somebody will step out of bounds and ends up being a turnover. You have to live with some of those mistakes. It is crazy to think, and people forget this, myself more than anybody. He was a Naismith player of the year last year, defensive player of the year finalist last season. He was all SEC defensive team last season. I don't know what has gotten, like, what has changed. Maybe last year it was. I don't know maybe we were all fooled well maybe but, they
2: weren't using him in the pick and roll as much too like yeah, so and we he didn't to get, get figured out a little yeah. I
1: think he's doing a lot better though over the course of like the last three weeks he seems yes there'll still be a possessions or two he'll get lost but Vandy was picking and switching and they were doing everything he got stuck on guards a ton of times did well. I think his my biggest issue with Oscar is stop falling for the pump fakes. If somebody goes over you, they go over you, but they're trying to get you in foul trouble. They're trying to get you in the air. Don't give them the satisfaction. And a lot of times when you're an offensive player and you have this mindset of I need to get this guy in foul trouble, I'm going to get him in the air and get into him and get a foul called, I'm going to get to the free throw line, they're not really thinking about scoring. They're thinking about how to get contact. So if you stay put and you stay fundamentally sound defensively, Make them score over you. Their mindset isn't really even on scoring, so they'll probably throw up a bad shot or a shot that's not going to go in. And guess what? If you stay on your feet, you make them score over you, you get your hands up, stay on the ground, though, then you're in the perfect rebounding position, which he usually is anyway. So that would be my – He'll be, I think he has turned a corner. Whatever was going on in December and early January with his defense has gotten a lot better. Hopefully, it'll only he'll only continue to build on that. Yes, there will be a few possessions where he gets lost and makes a mistake here or there, but it's not happening as much during this winning streak, and that's great. He's guarding people better. I, I like the turnaround we've had from there. He, he just the biggest goal for him is not get in foul trouble. Do not get in foul trouble. Stay on your feet, focus on rebounding, like Roush says, and also watch those frickin' elbows.
2: Yeah. <laughs> those, yeah.
1: those things are lethal weapons. <laughs> <laughs> Be careful with the elbows, Oscar.
2: Yeah, yeah. We can't have uh unnecessary flagrants off of you Isn't know.
1: Isn't that crazy? He was a defensive player of the year finalist last that year. That is crazy. Like, and he wasn't a big shot blocker too.
2: <coughs> Maybe just because of the rebounding.
1: That's I mean, it's not I mean, really
2: defense, but I mean, a lot of it's defensive rebounding though. Yeah, but you're not that, giving up. You're not like that person's
1: a really great defender because they go and get rebounds. True, true. You're a great defender because you lock down other bigs. It's True. But I, I, and I, and I think you're right. I think at the end of the day, more tapes out on him, you know how to how to attack him and how to kind of get at some of his vulnerabilities. But he's getting better, and that's all you could really ask for. All right, my, any other quick hitters?
2: My other, my other take is that it's a little bit spicier, a little bit crazier.
1: Spicy. I get the
2: sense, I get this weird sense, just connecting a lot of dots here. Cal Perry talked about how team building works, and that's what he's a master at, is team building. Getting a bunch of new guys in each year, getting them to come together as one. He's like, but you know, at first they're out for the individual. They're all thinking about themselves. Well, I felt like – did they need to lose to South Carolina to be able to come together? I don't think so, but I get this weird sense that Cal somehow sandbagged them. No, to get them to finally like to get this us against the world chip against the sho- uh, chip on our shoulder mentality to come together. Like they had to suck so bad to finally realize, like, all right, we can't be out for ourselves. We got to do things a certain way.
1: It is like if this season continues to be successful and move in the right direction and then if this team makes a tournament run, you know, second weekend minimally, but if it ends up being something that's really, really fun, we will look back between that Tuesday and Saturday of South Carolina and Tennessee and just be like, what the hell happened? What the hell happened? Because that team looked just like they were dead after they lost to South Carolina. You could have seen them on the side of the road just as roadkill. They were they were they were dead. They were deceased. And then they go and they get the best win any team has in college basketball this season, beating a Tennessee team, taking it to them. And they just look like a night and day, a completely different team. And it wasn't just like the South Carolina game was a the one-offer. They were playing horrible yeah, basketball. it was progressively for, getting worse. It was Yes, it was yeah. like trending in this horrible direction, and then all of a sudden it shot up like a spring flower. And since then it's just been growing and growing. It is amazing. Roush, you know I don't get a ton of scoop. I don't try, but mm-hmm. every so often I fall into this or that or the other. I was told something that did happen. Between that Tuesday and Saturday.
2: Oh, interesting!
1: And if you remember, that was when the Kyle Tucker article—I think that had come out that Friday—just uh, about the Mitch Barn. You know, Cal yeah, needed yeah. some
2: good PR. Which yeah, it was Thursday afternoon, Friday. We all talked about it.
1: Which Kyle didn't. You know, he says Cal is probably not a fan of mine. And when he came on our radio show, he basically said, you know, I don't talk with Cal and blah blah blah. But what I was told behind the scenes. Is after that Kyle Tucker article came out, Cal just totally ripped into his assistants. <laughs> Said, "I've got coaches from all over calling me, saying I should fire your asses. You all don't do squat. Look at this, you know." And he pointed to the Kyle Tucker article, being like, "What do you? Why? Why are the grad assistants doing the scouting?" Which I think you could make a point of, like, why didn't Cal know this stuff beforehand? But supposedly it was more than a come to Jesus moment between Cal and his assistants after that article came out and interesting since then you had chin coleman get a little emotional on the sideline saturday at at that tennessee game which was now you know multiple weeks ago um that explains i think some of chin being emotional Mm -hmm. and potentially a turnaround because don't you feel, feel like kentucky's been more prepared during this winning streak they're still starting maybe not as hot as we'd like but they had Texas a they knew exactly what Texas A&M was going to do and they shot a million threes cuz they said, "Hey, we're going to you're going to have them. Take them. Take them. You're going to be wide open." Once they realized Georgia was going to keep Oscar one-on-one, you can dominate this dude. Go go dominate. He dominated. I feel like Kentucky's been much more prepared. I was told that Cal just absolutely went bonkers on his assistants and I don't think it's a coincidence since then UK's looked better. They look more prepared. The team seems a little bit more united. So there's there's my rare scoop that I've gotten okay. is uh, Cal had to go had to go nuclear on his assistants and they responded in the right way.
2: Well, that's that's good to hear. Part of the ammunition that I had for my take is that the whole shift between Case and Wallace and Severe Wheeler is like I, I heard that it was going to be happening a few weeks ago, not just like the Tennessee game. Like I, I got the sense that it was going to happen in December, not after they kept losing and losing and losing some more. And it's almost like they had to—they had to see their ugly faces in the mirror before they finally like they—they had, they had to see how fat they were. They had to step on the scale, step off the scale, step on the scale, step off the scale. You've broken my scale. Before realizing, okay, we got to get it together. Um, is that probably the case? Probably not. But no matter what it is, I think we are all happy that they have figured it out, though. Like this is so much more fun than whatever we were doing two weeks ago. And if it meant that Cal had to. Uh, the the team had to lose more than they needed to. They they had to play a wrong way to learn how to play the right way. If it's Cal had to rip his assistants' asses to get them into shape, whatever it is, it all came together. <laughs> yeah, it worked, and it could and and beating Kansas. It's not mission accomplished, but that really does show, like... I agree. You know, like, it it, it shows how far you've come, that you can consistently string together big wins.
1: I think haters and losers of which there are many could look at UK's current little winning streak and say, hey, you can't take anything away from the Tennessee win. That was great. Tennessee did miss a thousand layups. They weren't that great from the free throw line. Kentucky shot well above their average of the free throw line. While you can't take anything away from it, it was a little bit fluky, but after that, you know, beating Georgia. Big whoop. Georgia stinks. That's true. Uh, beating a and I think last night proved the A&M wins good. Beating Vanderbilt. Who cares? I think there's some truth. Like Georgia and Vanderbilt are teams that even if Kentucky were in Struggle City, USA, are games that they should have been able to win. The A&M game at home, you got to take care of business at home. Uh, so I do think For the bracketologists and the experts and all the the goobers out there that are still kind of doubting Kentucky, you can look at their current win streak and say, the Tennessee win was nice, but everything else, who really cares? The Kansas one you can't ignore. That's, no. that's the opportunity yeah. for this team on saturday nationally and, people will not be able to ignore how hot the kentucky wildcats are if you beat kansas and if it's anything like last year at fog allen then really you're going to get the attention uh but i don't think i think it'll be a close game i think it'll probably come down to the wire but just get a win and you cannot ignore that at that point
2: point. and to do it for your home crowd too like in what will be the biggest atmosphere of the year DJ Walker's going to be in the house, sports talker. Oh, yeah. You got to bring your best. You you got to show out when I'm in
1: in the building. Let's show out with a little trivia. How do you boys feel about that? Let's go. Woohoo.
2: All right. So Roush
1: was walking around my computer during the two, the the hour break. I think he was trying to peek.
0: He already knows three of the answers. He <laughs> told would, me.
1: I wouldn't be surprised.
0: Disqualified.
1: All right. So the way this trivia works, it's uh inspired by Barstool Sports The Dozen Trivia, which I just again, if you're a trivia fan on YouTube, you can get it on your TV if you've got a smart TV. The wife and I watch it pretty much every night during dinner. A lot of fun.
0: Uh, With your binoculars.
1: Got the binoculars because I'm sitting really far away and the, the text is really small. Uh, all right. So the way this is, this is kind of a guessing game. I'm going to say something that they most likely will not hit nail. They won't get directly right, but it's whoever's closest. No prices right rules. You Don't worry about going over. You can go over. It's just whoever will be the closest between the two of them. And let's dig in
0: with a fun one. Wait, i got to get the music. I forgot about the music. Scooter Dingus. I mean, that's like a pivotal part of trivia. Should I keep it the same music every week, or should I switch up between game shows?
1: I was kind of thinking switch up, and it doesn't always have to be a game show. You can do Jeopardy just this time. I will. Uh, On the way in, you're the one that I want came on. I was like, oh, that'd be perfect background instrumental music.
0: You're the one that I want. If you could find, like, a 10-minute <laughs> loop You're
1: of it. Well, you could always just go back and restart it, Scooch, God forbid you do a little work,
0: buddy. All right. Let's get it.
1: All right. Remember, you all are going to send your text, your answers You're into the text. I'll say three, two, one,
2: Then we hit enter. Okay.
1: Remember, no cheating. No cheating. I want to do the Billy Madison quote, but just we'll save that for later.
2: The movie Hoosiers received two
1: Oscar nominations. How much money did it gross in box office?
0: Oh, my gosh. Do do, 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 you have your answers typed? Yes. I do not. Hang on one second. Oh, Oh, this is going to be so bad. You
1: Googling, buddy?
0: No. Hoosiers
1: received two Oscar nominations. How much money did it gross in box office? I'm ready. Send them on in. Let's see what they say.
2: <laughs> what scooter? Roush
1: said eighty-eight
2: million. And I thought I was lowballing it.
1: Scooch said four point five million with a bunch of other numbers. The correct oh. answer twenty-eight point six million.
0: Scooch gets the point. Oh, Roush's face is, he is twenty-six shocked.
2: million. Roush, you twenty-eight
0: point th- six million. You gotta think when it came out. You gotta think when it came I out. I
2: know, but still, that's a huge movie. I thought I was lowballing if it. I didn't, if million. I hadn't
1: looked up the answer, I would have thought Roush would have won that point. Easily, I thought.
2: I I thought I was over on it.
1: Roush Scooch was only twenty four million off. Roush was sixty million off. I thought, wow. Roush, don't worry. I was,
0: I was up one nothing last week. Scooch
1: goes up one nothing. Wow. All right. Inspired by last week's question, how many calories in a large chocolate frosty from Wendy's? How many calories in a large chocolate Frosty from Wendy's? Last week, we did the Oreo McFlurry. When you've got your answers ready, go ahead and hit send.
2: Wait, are we counting down? Three, oh. Oh.
1: two, one. Roush oh. says 450. Come on. You all can read your answers. You all should read your uh, answers. Scoots? Once they're locked in. 740. Roush, or Scooch says 740. Roush says 450. The correct answer is five ninety, and that goes to Roush.
0: Five freaking
1: ten. What a joke! (laughs) What a joke! Let me—is that that's correct, right? Yeah. Okay, because that is as close as we've had
2: in terms <laughs> of. dang yes, it! Really, is, it. is as close as you could get. That's
1: wild. Well 140 done. 140 off.
2: I was 140 off. You were 150 off.
1: That is wild. Wow. Well done, both of you on that one. So we're tied up, one to one. Man, thrilling! All right, this one was just straight up stolen from the dozen trivia. So, if one of you all watched it from uh, <laughs> Tuesday, you'd get this one right. But I thought it was a fun one. The wife and I—we always battle on these. She beat me on this one. When did Subway start? offering the option to toast your sub. When did Subway... What year? What year was it when they said, you know what, you want it toasted? They gave you the option to get it all nice and toasty. Type in your answers when you're ready. Go ahead and hit submit. Three,
2: two, one i was going with 2006. Feel like it happened when I got around high school.
0: I went with 2002. The See, Jared I'm years. so
1: happy that I added a bonus question because the correct answer is
0: 2004. Wow! wow! <laughs> Look at you all. The boys are locked in today. I had ni- I had 1999 in and I deleted it. Oh man. Good job, both of you. I was I said like 2009, and the wife,
1: I think, said 2001, so she-, she got me on that one. Good job. So, all right, that one's a push. Luckily, I did add an extra one just in case we needed it. Man,
2: this is exhilarating.
1: All right, last week we had one similar to this one, UK featured, throwing a bone to old Scooty, combined age of Tom Allen, the IU football coach, Mike Woodson, and Trace Jackson Davis. I'll give you all just a little bit of time to add it up and then submit your answers. Well, when well, I'll see when you all are typing. Combined age of IU football coach Tom Allen, the head basketball coach Mike Woodson, and then star player Trace Jackson Davis. When you fellas all right, I'm, are I'm ready, ready? Suits when you are. three, two, one... Roush, what'd you go with? Oh, wow. I got
0: 122. This. I went with 142. Mike Woodson is in his 60s. All is right. he? Yeah. Mike
1: Woodson is 64. See,
0: I, I lowballed it. I guess 57. And Tom Allen's in his 50s. Tom Allen is 52.
2: Oh, see, I, yeah. No and Trace I Jackson I is
1: 22. Scoots gets the point. It's a total of 138. Oh, he was only four He said 142. Off. It was a great answer by Scoots. Uh, he should. It was the IU f- theme question. You got the UK one yep. last week, so that evens out. Scoots takes a two to one lead. He needs one more to bring it home. This also similar to a question from last week. Connecting the Great Lakes to the Gulf of Mexico, how long is I-65? Interstate 65. How long? Could is it? I can tell
2: you where it runs from, but I'm not. I, I'm not gonna do that with Scoots. But I, yeah.
1: I need just uh, the, the, the mileage. Distance,
2: the mileage. That's tough.
1: Ty- you all think about it for a second. Just a reminder, by the way, if the interstate is an odd number, goes north to south. Yeah. Even number goes west to east. That's a true. little, a little uh, freebie. And approach. the
2: fives and zeros are transcontinental. Any one. others are just in between. Correct. Like, yeah. Seventy one is not as. Then go cross the country. Um, man. All right. I'm gonna. I'm going to let it rip. Screws had a lot of
1: time to potentially Google that one.
0: No, I, I had my answer locked in. I'm ready. Three,
1: two, one. Hit submit.
0: Ooh, it's a close one, too.
2: Yeah, it's from um, Chicago, basically, right? Uh, where, wherever it ends in northern Indiana, all the way down to Mobile. Um,
1: Roush, you were 91 off. But unfortunately, it
2: was the other direction. Scoots was just
1: 33 miles off, 887 miles. Scoots is 920. What a genius. Roush says 978. Scoots Woo-hoo! gets a sweet, sweet redemption. Beats Roush 3 to 1. Shucks. And one,
0: one tie. Maybe next week, Roush. Maybe next and week. Scoots ties it up. Uh, do you want to have the final one? Yeah, let's yeah, do it. Yeah, why not? Although it doesn't count as a tie. Or does it count as a tie? You'd still
1: win. All right. It, it oh, yeah, it's 3 one to one. 2. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Oh, man. I almost want to deduct a point for Scoop's poor <laughs> map there. You just lost to this guy. <laughs> you just lost to him. How much does the average African bush elephant weigh? A lot of different types of elephants, folks. We're talking. The African bush elephant, not the African jungle elephant.
0: What the hell's an African bush elephant?
1: It's the one that you just think uh, like about safari. It's probably your most basic elephant that you think of. It's
0: the biggest one. It is the biggest one.
1: I can confirm that. Write down your answers. Average height is about 10 feet. All right, I'm ready.
2: All righty. Two. One. Let's see. Oh, my God. There is no way, Roush. what did you say there? A ton, 2,800 pounds. (laughs) A little
1: more than
0: a ton. I went with like four tons, 8,500 pounds. The
1: correct answer, 13,000 pounds. Yeah, exactly. 13,000 pounds? Yeah, the average African bush elephant, 13,000 pounds. how many tons is that? It's a ton.
0: That is almost seven tons. Jesus, Jiminy. The female is 6,600. Wow. Sheesh. There's trivia Thursday for you. Pete's ties it up
1: on the board, one to one, and uh, well, so you all finish January tied because next Mm. next trivia will be in February. Love it. Uh, We'll get back at it. The Shady Rays trivia. I'm not gonna be
2: looking stylish today because I'm a big loser. I'm gonna have to wear my Shady Rays in shame, but I'm still gonna be looking good. Uh, With those polarized stylish sunglasses, you can get them for 25% off if you use the promo code BIGX. Whether you break them, whether you lose them, uh, no matter what, you can always get another pair just with their replacement pair guarantee. Just got to pay a small processing fee and they'll send you another pair right back there. Uh, So if you're taking an L like me, you can still look good in your Shady (laughs) Rays.
1: Polarized sunglasses, affordable price. We love Shady Rays. Promo code BIGX, 25% at checkout. One final segment of Kentucky Roll Call comes up next.
2: Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush.
1: (laughs) Dog debate. Davion Mintz or Justin Rogers? Davion Mintz. Go. Easy.
0: For sure. Yeah. What kind of dogs are they? Davion's is a pit bull.
1: And I think Chewy is like a bulldog. Like one of those fat ones? Like
0: a Georgia bulldog?
1: I think it's got like the stupid face. No offense to the bulldogs. The the dog Mm. that ran into a wall.
0: I'd have to go Chewy. Big bulldog guy. They're scrunchy faces. Of course you
1: are, Scoots. We've, we've talked about the, the, the Bulldogs with Scoots before.
0: They have breathing problems. No, you're thinking of uh, pugs. Oh yeah. Those I do not like. Oh, maybe Chewy's a pug. Mmm. Then Chewy can suck it. <laughs> <laughs> Who hold it, hold it, hold it. Who let the dogs out? Hold it, hold it, hold it. Who let the dogs out? Intern Jacob hasn't been back to the Kentucky
1: Roll Call hold Studios hold since we caught him plagiarizing a Rich down. Brooks essay. I mean, miss the kid. Mrs. his laugh.
2: I would like to make a correction, though. Davion Mintz, French bulldog, not a pit bull.
1: Oh. And also, Chewy, unfortunately, is dead to us.
0: Like, we <laughs> wish Chewy well,
1: but, you know, obviously yeah. we're going to take Davion Mintz's dog. As I
0: said, he could suck it.
1: Yeah, there you go. Well well said, Scoots. You had it right. You had it right. Uh, Goodwin committed to Florida, by the way. I don't know if we brought that up. Keontae Goodwin. Yeah. Maybe we did. I don't.
2: I don't remember either. We didn't. Best of luck to him. Yep. Best of luck to him. Uh, Thornton Stexon?
1: Yeah, let's get to it. 502 414 1450.
2: And I just had it and I scrolled past it. Yeah, we'll get back to it. Vandy had more offensive rebounds than us, held us to two free throws, and only committed four turnovers. Lost by 16. That's pretty wild. We've gone to 93rd to 56 in defensive efficiency since the South Carolina game, per Kimpom.
1: Yeah, defense is getting better.
2: 17th in defensive efficiency over the last four games per Bart Torvik.
1: Going to need one of its better defensive efforts of the season, though, against Kansas. This is, I think, during this nice stretch for the Cats, easily the best offensive team that they're going to play. I don't know if the numbers support that, but I I would guess that they would, and if they don't, the eyeballs certainly would. Kansas has some scores, and they've got some dudes that can fill it up, UK has shrunk. Well, we we can talk more about that game tomorrow, and we will. Yeah, yeah we'll we break can, it down a little bit more. Uh, I want to spend more Kansas time is
2: on top 20 in offense, 18th. So I would say probably so. Um, on this four game win streak, uh, two away, two home, we have shot 44% in those games 33 from three, 70 from free throw, and only 48 turnovers. So that's about uh, 12 a game, averaging over 40 rebounds a game, only allowing 62 points, 25 steals, and overall they looked Really good moving the ball this time. And those are all rounded up numbers. Or rounded numbers.
1: Interesting. I it, think there's room for improvement yeah. with those numbers. Yeah. Is my biggest takeaway is it could get a little bit better.
2: Only allowing 62 points, I think, is the the big key there.
1: Yeah, that's that that, that is very important.
2: And that harkens back to the last text we had. Um, could see atmosphere being similar to the Kentucky Florida game in IT year. I believe it was the first game Cal asked everyone to stay in the final seven minutes of the game. The whole crowd was stomping their feet along with We Will Rock You. Very cheesy but awesome at the same time.
1: I think it was the Missouri game that yeah. they first did with
2: that. Phil and then it
1: ended up kind of being the theme the rest of the way. But it made for great atmospheres. And our boy, the Sack Pack, he started a hashtag first four final four. He wants fans to stand for the first four minutes regardless of what's going on. He wants them to stand for the final four minutes which whatever is going on. And uh, good on you, sack, taking some initiative. I think you'll you'll see that happen at Rupp Arena on Saturday. By the
0: way, when I since I'm handing out suckets all willy nilly, suck it sack pack with his Justin only has three nieces and nephews and changed thousands of diapers, 667 diapers per one. That's not accurate. I have 23 little cousins. I babysat through college. Suck oh, it sack.
2: Oh wow.
0: He just said one of the numbers were off, and
1: you didn't add that caveat about the millions of cousins that you babysat.
0: No, we talked about it in that same segment.
1: I still. What did he say when he was saying change the diaper? He 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 gave himself away as not being a diaper changing expert.
0: Oh, don't worry, I got a drop made for it for tomorrow. <laughs> okay.
1: Well, will will we be able to hear it since we will yeah. be in studio?
0: Yeah, you all can always hear the rejoints. Right. Okay.
1: Uh, well, you can send out all the suckets you want, buddy. Don't let me step on your toes. <laughs> Texter says, 29 straight points for Ramani Bates, and the fighting new still lose. Yeah, we talked about that yesterday. Let's discuss Cal's black pullover. Am I crazy, or has he been wearing the same one since Tennessee? You think it's his lucky pullover? If so, he better wear that thing the rest
0: of the season.
2: I haven't noticed, but Cal would wear it. Like that, that's a very Cal thing to do.
1: Oh, he's incredibly superstitious. Which I That's the reason why you've had the starting lineup be what it is, as frustrating as it has been. He's just a superstitious dude. At least he's not playing them too long. But I think uh, – the Saturday game is the the coaches versus cancer. It's like suits and sneakers or whatever. Yeah, got a he's, name for he's it. got
2: the Mike Pratt shoes.
1: And the Mike Pratt shoes are awesome, great tribute. And are they honoring him on Saturday? Putting him up the, in the rafters. That's that's later. Is it later this year? Yeah, it's year? in February. Okay, uh, uh, but those shoes are sweet. I'm sure they're going <laughs> to donate them to charities uh, after after he gets done wearing them. But it, you're supposed to wear a suit with the sneakers. I wonder if Cal would just be like, no, I'm going to wear this lucky pullover yeah. I've got going. i got a good thing going with it. I bet he probably does. He's very, I, very superstitious. I bet he does as well.
2: Um, and you mentioned the starting lineup. I didn't know it was out there. Have you been hearing the Chris Livingston stuff?
1: About the three and the four? Yeah. We talked about it on the show. We talked about it on the show like three weeks ago.
2: About I Rich you Paul were wanting one. him to not play the four?
1: Yeah, and I thought you were the one. That I was like, I've been hearing this. And you were like, yeah, I've heard that too.
2: Oh, okay. I just wanted to make sure we said it. I yeah, forget. we did. Okay, a
1: long time ago, and there's
2: because it's just it's just become more of a thing in the last. It's complete. Few days. It's
1: complete. It's almost so nonsensical that I have a tough time believing the validity of it. Like I don't doubt that. Like during the recruiting process, he needs to be a three and have the ball in his hands. But Toppin has the ball at his perimeter on the perimeter more than probably anybody okay. else on the team besides the guard. So, like if you know, and Cal started to talk a little bit more about Livingston at the four. So Topping, maybe, maybe he's coming playing, open to – If, if Toppin keeps playing as well as he does, I don't really care. Yeah, true. Livingston, it's either you can play the four or you're not going to play ahead of Reeves and Frederick when assuming that they can defensively be up for the assignment. But, yeah, I'm not – I think people are trying to create some sort of, like, big drama with that. We've already discussed it. He clearly does want to play the three, but what's the difference between the three and the four in UK's offense this season? Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. So it's ridiculous. It just, it's would,
2: it just would keep a potential shooter off the of four, mm-hmm. in theory. Um.
1: John here. Good hump day morning, everyone. This is from yesterday. Great victory last night. Some nice-looking dimes. CJ had a nice bounce pass, and Wheeler had the drive and breadbasket assist to Big O. Sharing is caring, and this is the case. It translates to a nice road victory. You have to have a point guard that dishes out assists, and that's what Wheeler brings. He... Had a per- he- had a personal MVP performance to all the haters last night. We'll got to go talk to you later again, John. He was good. I love him in that role. Yeah. But we also don't need to act like he was, you know, the best player on the floor. But he yeah. did really nice things. And four that's points, good. five assists. I think he's got a chance yeah. to do some nice things against Kansas too. I, they're going to need somebody that's going to be able to penetrate.
2: Push the pace mm-hmm. because they're going to get up and down.
1: Love the way he pushed the pace. Yeah. That was that was fun to see, and everybody did. It wasn't just Wheeler. Even Wallace was doing that. They were just they knew that they could kind of beat Vanderbilt if Vanderbilt couldn't get set. So they said let's roll and maybe you know how we were talking earlier like it's so weird that kentucky basketball has a team that you don't want to run with other teams they're getting there like they're getting to the point where they i think let them run let them run with anybody if you got the shooters out there Scoot, you may have already said this but you prefer your 500 smackers from trevor in cash or venmo uh
0: it doesn't matter because i'm not going to win the bet is that how reverse jinx works that is sweet that is well yeah. done but cash if i but do you, end up winning you, you are going to win the bet <laughs>
2: You well, have. one texture does say that U of L will beat Notre Dame and Georgia Tech, though. They will beat one of them. I'm convinced. But both? Not oh. both.
1: Yeah, outside of that stretch, it's going to be.
2: Did Pastner win the it. ACC last year?
1: No, I think it was pandemic year.
2: Okay. Oh, yeah, with his mask.
1: Well, The 21 season. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Oh, West Coast is the best time zone, and I'm a scoot. It's a little spoon for life. What, what is. This? Come on. I mean, there's nothing wrong with a Little Spoon, but, like... A little Spoon's more comfortable. Is it? Is it? Yeah.
1: I mean, probably so, because you don't have the awkward one-arm situation.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's true. Uh, if
0: you're a Little Spoon, you could sleep however you want.
1: But that being said, it's better to, like, be able... Yeah, I still prefer Big Spoon. Each of their own. Uh, texter says, Reed Shepard, they sent in a Chris Fisher tweet. We all love Chris Fisher. Reed Shepard is the 15th Kentucky native to be named Boys McDonald's All-American. Carlos Hurt, 2001 for more, Shane Bahannon, guys. 2011 Bowling Green, were not from Kentucky but played their high school basketball in the state.
2: Yeah, Russell was from Kentucky but not playing high school in Kentucky. It's kind of weird there. Uh, Robert says, summer radio idea, you all do a bachelor show for Justin. Each week he eliminates one bachelorette. The winner gets... A five hundred dollar date with his winnings from Trevor. I'd
1: love it. If anybody knows any uh eligible women out there that fits Justin's criteria, what was it again? A six foot three larger black woman?
0: Not not black, just not white. <laughs> not necessarily black.
1: Okay. My bad. Just have
0: some color to your skin. I'm good. <laughs> Apologies. But yeah, I'm not doing this because and that's the reason I don't date is because I don't want to take that five hundred dollars and spend it on a woman. I want to take it and spend it on me. <laughs> What about you go to uh a lot of River House Crab Night? i d I'm probably gonna need all, all five hundred crab. If you went on a date to
1: Riverhouse and the woman ate more crab than you, would you find that sexy or would you be a little turned off?
0: I don't think it would bother me just because I I I'm kinda like a baby bird in the way I eat. Like I Oh, can't so eat. somebody chews up your food for you and spits it in your mouth? I just can't eat all that much, you know?
1: Well, why don't you go to all you can eat crab night if you
0: can't? I eat? mean I made it happen this year, but it was I was hurting. I was hurting. <laughs> Oh, so you'd man. be
1: okay with a woman just embarrassing you with
2: crap? Absolutely, yeah. No problem. I mean, when he said I eat like a baby bird, I just immediately went to that little feral skit. Yeah. <laughs> just imagining this huge woman, like, <laughs> chewing up his food and spitting it in his mouth.
0: Not opposed. <laughs> oh, oh, like, too man. much butter, too much butter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, too much butter
2: for baby Justin. <laughs> it's a napkin out <laughs> of his face. He's a <laughs> hot chair. <laughs> He's got one of those big bibs on with the lobster or the crab uh, on him. <laughs> on the roll call
1: Facebook page, I saw the picture of us from Churchill Downs. It just still makes me laugh. <laughs> 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 it's an absolutely great photo. Oh, Texter says, just a coincidence that the three-second call only happens in front of the other's team's bench. That's a good mm, point. Yep. Well, but they're probably yelling at him. The ref starts counting. Wallace throws the ball directly to their team one to two times per game, and no one cares. Chill out on Wheeler hate texters. Point guards have turnovers. They should have turnovers. If you don't have turnovers, you may not be being aggressive enough. Now, the best of the best, like a Tyler Ullis, obviously, he could he could do it all. But a turnover or two per game from your point guard, that ain't nothing. Just also, just don't let it be, and this is sometimes where Wheeler has an issue, don't let it be a turnover that instantly leads to two points. You know, how many times earlier in the season was he throwing the ball into the backcourt or just directly to a player that no one else was by that would lead to an easy layup when he got his pocket pick the other day? You know, those are the things you can't. Now, he made up for that pocket pick at at Vandy, but Mm -hmm. if you're going to have a turnover, just that's okay, you can live with those. You want your point guards to be aggressive like the texter says, but just don't let it equal two free points. This from a Plumley bro, and we don't like this text into the show. We like the Plumley bro. We don't like this text. It's Goodwin old. has officially decided to transfer to Florida, and I could not care less. We'll just hit the transfer portal and get guys, and he just wanted all the attention. He's an example of somebody that we will never hear about again. Enjoy that Taco Bell, Keontae. And
2: that's just unnecessary. Uh, that's just mean. Does it make you feel I, better, buddy? I love it, uh, Taco Bell. What's wrong with that? Taco Bell? It's it's delicious. Pretty Fire great.
1: sauce? Fire sauce.
2: Not as fire as Salseritas, of course, but mm-hmm. uh, of course. I mean...
1: I if Goodwin puts in the work, he could be an NFL
2: player. But he's got to put in the work.
1: He's got to put in the work. If he doesn't, you, we may not hear from him again. But we'll still wish him the best and uh
2: you it, know, but it is what it is. He he did have to to find a spot. He had to go to a lower level SEC program.
1: Hey! Boo boo, second it Florida. <laughs> Hey T.J., this is from my brother. Hey T.J., I know a real nice blunt bunny slope in Colorado. We can go down together. Just need you to go first to kick up some snow.
2: Oh wow, he's really—he's still pouring the salt in the wound. Did you? Did you mean, have some flashbacks? It
1: was, it was a mean, nasty trick.
2: After after he said that, it absolutely
1: trick? terrifying. Little seventh-grade T.J. Trevor getting left hanging by Mark Briscoe then immediately going back to clapping was the smoothest crap I've ever seen on live TV. So he That's tried to give
2: a half-off or something. I was a little
1: disappointed with the lack of videos of Trevor. Like it was all just still pictures, which by the way, the one that say sent in and I put into the show tweet.
2: Yeah, very funny. I
1: mean, how it, it, it wasn't Wednesday, but how stoned oh, it was Wednesday actually. Yeah. How stoned to the bone was that guy? <laughs> Very. And you can't tell me— You can guarantee that. You can't tell me he doesn't look like the mayor from Whoville in The Grinch. I mean, in that picture that I tweeted out, that could be the mayor from Whoville just right there, in costume, if the mayor from Whoville had eaten six edibles.
0: (laughs) Of course.
2: His eyes are like <laughs> He can't, can't even open his eyes. I love that uh the the pictures too of him getting video like right next to the ring. Yeah. Like those are great. I can't
0: wait to go back and watch it all.
2: Oh, it's gonna be a fun
1: Rutherford show today to hear. Yeah. Oh I mean, yeah. But the funny thing is they have to talk about you all losing to Boston College with mixed in with Trevor's wrestling. Do they
0: talk more AEW or more Louisville basketball?
1: That's gonna be the funny thing. Is like the Trevor wrestling thing was objectively hilarious, and that's going to make great radio content. But, like, Rutherford's going to be pretty ticked off about the L lost to Boston College. Because, you know, you were up, you actually showed, like, you could probably beat that team, and then you just totally and completely collapsed down the stretch. SEC Big 12 matchup needs more flexible when it comes to the matchups. It would be a lot more fun if we could have TCU versus Bama, Kansas State versus Auburn, instead of the bad matchups those four teams get. I don't understand why. Even today, you could just switch up the games – what does it matter?
2: Oh, it, it, the reason why you can is because there's more SEC teams than there are Big 12 teams. Now this is changing because this is the last year of it, right?
1: Yeah, it's going to be ACC, SEC, next exactly. Year.
2: And there's an equal amount of teams, so you know four SEC teams are playing each other this weekend, and so you can't just you can't just change those up because then you're. Like They've got to be able to play those teams later on in the schedule. So that that's where things get messed up because of the imbalance and the number of teams.
1: We'll talk more SEC Big 12 challenge tomorrow. I, I do think you could just like, hey, you bo- you're you going to have a home game. You're going to be on the road. We're going to tell you where you go January 1st. And, you you know, you get a month to kind of do that. I don't think it's a bad idea. But, yeah, we're, we're switching it up next year. Indiana's candy-stripe pants are always a bit jarring. But big night for scoots. UofL loses and the Hoosiers win. Ooh. Milt Wagner on L's bench. I thought he wasn't allowed. Anyway, Scoots, your Twitter likes didn't seem to indicate any non-white women. Perhaps you were telling the truth when you said you got hacked. See? <laughs> See? That's true. There were a lot of white women doing a lot of different things on Scooters' likes.
0: <laughs> uh, wait a second.
2: All. Is that Trevor Ringside, A.E.W. and Lexington with a giant carnal bird on his shirt? Very on brand. Uh, some are saying the obsession.
1: Our our buddy yeah our buddy Andy Sweeney was uh, gosh they went on a big t- tangent yesterday about wearing nobody cares more about what you wear to games than U
2: of L fans
1: they are the uniform police in a major major dorky oh. way.
0: Uh, but yeah. But
2: Trevor, I even gave him crap too I'm like, dude, you're wearing a Louisville shirt instead of the Eagles? Eagles. Like if the Eagles are in the on Super Bowl They're playing to go to the Super Bowl And you're yeah, wearing a Louisville shirt But Louisville was playing that night
0: But it's a two-win Louisville team What if? So apparently after they record the Wednesday show They go ahead and record the Friday show That's what Say sent in so I wonder if he had an Eagles shirt under the Louisville shirt that he just took off after the first show. Uh, and then it Friday's like show.
1: too much work for Matt Sack, Sack Pack says, hashtag first four, last four. I love it, Sack. Get it going, baby. TK getting in the front row. Dynamite, big time baller. Leary can't miss the spring game if you don't have one. Yeah, that's a
2: great one. Yeah. Dare
1: I say the last few games, the offenses looked pretty deliberate. <laughs>
2: I forgot about that. It feels like an eternity ago.
1: Starting to see some of the quickly-type stuff for yes. Reeves. Yes. That's a great oh, comparison. Oh, man, I,
2: I forgot who mentioned that, but the, the floater's falling finally, mm-hmm. staying on his feet. He's really coming along.
1: I love that. When Reeves have some space, he's, he's, he's getting into that category of U.K. shooters where you just feel all warm and fuzzy inside, and same with C.J. Frederick. You get two of them out there on the floor at the same time, makes a really hard team to guard.
2: On social media, I saw a conversation about which quarterback has greater upside, Will Levis or Anthony Richardson. Curious about your thoughts. Also, is it fair to say that Richardson has greater upside, but feels like Levis is a safer pick? Sam and Scott are both guys on the higher risk that any comparison feels dumb? Um, no. It,
1: you don't want to listen to me on guessing how quarterbacks are going to pan out in the NFL. I'm batting about like 6% on that. So. Well,
2: the reason why you say Richardson has greater upside is because he has more to make up for. Like, we've seen Will Levis put together. Complete games as a passer, whereas like Richardson, like well, like Levis has the the stats against Georgia, right? Like he's played well as a passer against them. Richardson's had big games, but all those big games are him as the total athletic package. Uh, you have to kind of almost hope that he's a uh, Justin Fields type, um, where he's using his legs a lot in a better system than what was used at Florida, and he becomes more accurate. But um, that that's why Richardson's not a first rounder, and that's why. Um, Levis will be.
1: I think they'll both end up being first-rounders when it's all said and done. Who doesn't enjoy a good, big Montana? Not sure what that's referencing.
2: That's from Arby's.
1: John here. Good morning, everyone. Okay, I had a bad night. It started with a bad review at Arby's, and then IU won. And if it's not was not for Justin being such a great guy, I would say more. Anyways, I'm happy this morning because I get to listen to the best show in town, starting the KRC crew, and plus, you'll remind me to eat at Salsarita's where there is never a letdown. Oh, hey. hey, I heard Oscar say that the turnaround happened because Cal is finally playing the guys that want to fight, so when he says that, when did he say that? I didn't I didn't hear that. So when he says that, who are we talking about that did not want to fight in the games? Is it Collins? Is it Uganda? Is it the Arrow? I'm not sure. We'll got to go talk to you later. I, I'm not going to take any of you gunner at the arrow bashing, and Collins just seems to be on the outside looking in. I don't think we'll see that dude next year at UK. We wish him all the best, and who knows? Maybe somebody gets hurt, and you got to you got to play him. Will Mitch Barnhart pick a random spots on the turf to slap Central Bank logos? Great okay. text, great text, text, and text those orange this text on, yeah. Will Tanner Bowles be the first player with the championship ring to suit up for UK? Yes,
2: I think so. Well, no, Bossman Fat and Dare Ro- no, Dare Rosenthal played for that 2019 oh, LSU yeah, good team. Point. Yeah. yeah, did
1: the winning streak start when TJ stopped drinking? Distillery, mm. we got those. Stoops couldn't get the bar, couldn't get to the bar. He was behind some tall guys. He's kind of short, and I thank them for turning the program around. Also asked them how they won two games with FCS talent when they got here. Vince said Stoops, he's our boy right here. I was so happy. I peed a little. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Ooh. Only 21 players involved in 96, 97, 98 reunion. Shepard redshirt in 97. Same year, Derek Harrison tours ACL.
1: Thank you, so, Appreciate okay. you
2: letting us 21 out. players for three years.
1: How was Boston College? Won 10 games. People That's forget how bad out-of-conference schedules can be from time to time. Yeah. Uh, maybe you get one more in. What's, What's the Kim-Pom spread for Saturday? Give me
2: two seconds. I'll and... read the
1: next one. Shots fired. Trevor Ware in a University of L tablecloth and Rupp Arena on TV. I'll see it again Friday. Fishburger here is college game day for basketball. Not a thing anymore. I feel like Saturday would be the day for it at Rupp. They're going to be in Tennessee, but then the college game day crew is going to come to Lexington before the pregame for the UK-Kansas game. So they'll be We're in Knoxville and okay. morning. But, yes, I think this is they're back. This is their first week, I think. Well, they did one in studio. Yeah, they've done a couple, yeah, uh, maybe a couple yeah. weeks in studio. Which but. also,
2: just make a studio show. Like, I don't.
1: Nah, I like going to campus. And it can be a big deal for some places. All right. Do you have time? Kimpom, uh,
2: 7170 Kansas.
1: Boo! One, one point over three. We hate Kimpom. Boo. All right. We'll be back. Uh, there's a few texts we didn't get to, but we will be sure to wrap it all up tomorrow. Everybody, have a great Thursday. Thank you for everybody for texting in. You all always it. Fun, fun, really fun show today. Really fun show. Share the podcast, and we'll see you on Friday, 7 a.m. This is Kentucky Roll Call and Big Export. Okay. Right am I
0: the only one
1: who wants to have fun tonight? Is there anybody out there wants to have a cold beer, kick it to the morning light? If
2: I have to raise hell all by myself, I will be all that ain't right. Yeah, it's time to get it on, am I the only one who wants to have